Rolling. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. special guests for movie suggestions and a game of Scorsese or Fugazi. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast, the only show that takes you from coffee to liquor with just a bong rip in between. As always, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse, and I'm still coughing from that bong rip. Calm down, calm down. You'll be all right. (laughs) I got faith in it. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Matt, we have been busy off mic recently. Yeah, yeah, man. It's it's been fun. You know, we cranked out a lot of work in the last month to make sure we were caught up so that we could take a little bit of a lax time as well. We all deserve a vacation working yeah. this hard. Oh, man. Yeah, definitely. If you want to hear about that vacation, uh, you can go over to our Patreon, and we're going to be putting up a bonus episode over there for our Patreon slackers. So you can listen to uh, Matt going to Boston, me going to Tahoe, see what, what kind of adventures we got into. There's dead elephants. We'll tease it. Uh. Oh my god, the dead elephants. So Jesse uh, drinks them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, if you want to hear more about that, head over to our Patreon, uh, become an official American slacker over there. And uh, oh yeah, there's pl- we, plenty of rewards and, and all that fun stuff. And we really, really appreciate all of our exclusive Patreon slackers. Absolutely. And now into the bizarre news, which we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news. This time we're talking about good old Super Bowl coming up, Matt. You know who's playing? <sighs> No, no clue. I'm not a football guy. So <laughs> actually, I don't either. I think it's the Patriots and the uh, Colts. It's definitely the Patriots and like not definitely not the Colts, but like some other it's teams. Someone. It's not the Eagles, so I don't care. No. Yeah, <laughs> but it'll be on CBS this year, and they're getting into a little bit of controversy over the fact that they denied this medical cannabis ad um, that okay. was backed by Acreage Holdings. Which is the largest, one of the largest U.S. cannabis-based uh, companies. Okay. Well, well, is there something like controversial going on? Like why? Well, uh, I mean, the controversy lies lies in what it always lies in with cannabis. The Just federal it's weed. Uh, yeah. The, well, it's the federal okay. uh, laws against it because uh, CBS has said even though the company was willing to pay five million to ten million dollars for the spot that it does not fit with their uh, image in a way. And they're worried that the ties with the NFL, who also, as we know, uh, persecute, persecutes, I guess, is, is an accurate word, against players that use it. Okay. So you got the NFL and the fact that uh, CBS, you know, has federal licenses. Okay. So they're worried about that. And this ad, it's, I mean, it's, tell, it's showing the struggle of like actual people who are using uh, cannabis or CBD oil 
you know, for different um, purposes. One person, yeah. I think, was on opiates for 30 years from, like, a back surgery. Um, one person had, like, uh, a kid with seizures. Uh, one person's a veteran uh, who's missing a limb. And they all use medical cannabis to some degree to uh, help with wow. these yeah. their symptoms and stuff. And that's, that was basically the, the idea of the ad. If you're watching our video, you, you can see it playing right now. And Yeah. It seems it, like a great message, man. It's not like... It's more like a PSA than an ad, yeah. I would say, because I even, like, before I read the article, I didn't realize it was Acreage Holdings. I think something comes up at the very end showing, mm. like, oh, Acreage Holdings is the one who made it. Um, it yeah, interesting, interesting enough, um, it's also backed by John Boehner, who was the Speaker of the House, uh, Republican Speaker of the House for a number of years. He was uh, in Massachusetts Governor uh, Bill Weld. There, so it's got some political people in its like board, uh, acreage holdings. So it's it, it it's interesting to see them like politicians, especially a Republican politician, um, coming in on the side of cannabis, uh, like in a company and trying to push it to a nationwide platform like the Super Bowl. You know? Yeah. Well, times are changing, man. Finally, the wheels have been spinning for a minute. And, yeah. Um, now we're starting to see progress. Hopefully. I mean, they're not going to play it, um, yeah. but now it's getting a lot of, you know, airing from places like us and stuff yes. like that. I, I do have to say that uh, greenentrepreneur.com was the one who managed to get their hands on the uh, commercial exclusively. So they, they were the ones to have it first. Okay. Um, which is where we actually got this article. We'll be posting this article up so you can watch it on their website, uh, on our Facebook page. If you want to look look at the ad yourself, see what's so bad about it. I mean, one of the b weirdest things about this whole controversy is the fact that, you know, they're putting up erectile dysfunction pills. They're putting up Budweiser commercials and like liquor ads and stuff like that. But cannabis apparently is a no-go. Yeah. I guess until we see uh -huh. it federally... Uh, I think that's what, yeah, the underlying cause, yeah. Until it's like okay by the whole government, then we're like, then yeah, okay, pretty yeah. much. Then Marlboro will step in and, and fucking monopolize it. And Some Marlboro <laughs> Greens. Yeah. So yeah, we'll be posting this up on the Facebook page for uh, all of our slackers to check out if they are interested. Ah, check it out. Check it out, man. You know what I gotta say? I'm over all this emotional support and. And, you know, the, the different people that, like, bring these animals into, like, the airplanes or the, the store, you know, just because they, they have the, the fake vest. Are, right? are you talking dogs? You're just tired of seeing dogs? I'm tired of all of them. You know, like, I, I remember I saw a turkey on a plane. I was like, that's just crazy now. We're bringing turkeys <laughs> into this. Yeah, that's, that's too much. But our next story could possibly change my mind. I'm going to say it. Okay. We're going to Pennsylvania where a 65-year-old man, Joey Henney, who is famous for being on ESPN hosting a show of his own from 1989 to 2000 called Joey Henney's Outdoors. Okay. He, uh, he's got quite the unconventional emotional therapy pet, okay? Now, if I gave you idea, like a choice like to just guess three times, I can guarantee you 100% you're going to guess wrong. We're, gonna, we're just going to skip that because it would just be you know, five minutes of guessing and all that fun stuff. So I'm going to let you know right now, this motherfucker has an alligator. An, an alligator. alligator as an emotional therapy pet. How, how big of an alligator are we talking? talking Is it a baby? I'm talking a five-foot alligator. I'm not talking... He's not a little baby. I feel like that gives me more anxiety than it would relieve it. <laughs> you Apparently... Know? 
This thing is so docile. He claims it's just amazing. He has he lets it rest his head on his lap all the time. He's always petting it. He brings it around for crowd appearances, man. Gator or croc, I'm not letting either of them near my like lap with their man. mouth. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. But hey, if old Mr. Henny says so, I mean, sh I don't trust him. him. How long? I, updates? How long until we do the update story where Mr. Henny gets eaten by fucking? He's gonna, he's gonna lose Wally. the testicle to this. That's the name of the, the name of this guy. Yeah, Wally, and he has he has a pen mate named Scrappy, who's a, a slightly smaller alligator as well. Oh, okay, <laughs> so it sounds like this guy was just raising gators, and he got one registered as a support animal. I just I think it was all those years of doing an outdoor show. He was just like, I like them gators. I mean, I don't think Steve Irwin would even like approve of this. Yeah, I, I think Irwin had like uh, animal habitats like to rescue. And, but he like, wouldn't fly with like, one on a plane or anything. Yeah, I don't think he would be taking his gators on a harness like this photo I'm looking at right now. Like it's just like so. So th this guy was going on a flight with it. Uh, no flight mentioned in here. It's just it's okay. A, like a he's he's brought quite a bit of fame locally, and now nationally. That's usually where these uh, kind of come up is when people take him on planes. flights yeah yeah no this guy just he brings him everywhere with him and uh nothing about planes but definitely he brings them to like baseball games uh he brings them to senior centers which i just i feel like that's an incident waiting to happen maybe he muzzles them i don't know i don't Doesn't know none of these pictures have muzzles on them nah he's just free free burden you know what i'm saying he's just hanging out he looks like a nice croc though like look at him he looks like he i would trust him I wonder what he feeds him. Man, Fucking, I would trust him. He looks cool. What's he throwing him? Chicken tenders when he goes he to says, McDonald's oh, chicken wings. He feeds him a lot of chicken wings, really. Raw chicken wings. Bone and all. Well, yeah, I guess yeah, they can, they they can, can do that. Cheer it up, yeah. yeah. That's fucking crazy. What's your go-to yeah. emotional, like, wackiest emotional support animal you would actually want to have? Dude, I feel like I really want, like, a skunk or a raccoon. Okay. Those things are really fucking cool. And I'm not too, too worried about him killing me. The raccoon, I'd be a little worried. But the skunk, I'd just be like, he's never going to make a move. Raccoon, the raccoon would be interesting. Raccoon, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sleep around. I'd have to lock the door <laughs> if there was a raccoon in the house. Because they're, they're, I feel like he would murder me in my sleep. They got those little hands. They can grip they a got, butcher anything knife. With, man, you know, anything with posable hands but skunks are untrustable. <laughs> I would go fox, probably, just because like, it's a they're nice cute. cross between a cat and a dog. Apparently they never really domesticate well. They get yeah. a little, they get wild no matter what, and they just like they tear shit up. Yeah, that's bound so, to happen. Yeah, fuck it. I'll bring yeah. it on a flight. Let it tear the seat up. <laughs> no monkeys, man. Monkeys are just too. They're no. too close to us, and there will be battles. Right? Or an octopus. Maybe emotional support octopus. That'd be fun. God no. It, fuck no, dude. They scare the fuck out of me because they got that little beak under those nasty limbs. Yeah. I mean, fucking eight little you just carry it in a little round in. fish tank and like they just want to suck you in and just bite you with the beak <laughs> <laughs> oh man well uh speaking of attacks we have a florida man who threatened to kill his neighbor with kindness okay now kindness is the name of his machete he had <laughs> he had written kindness down the blade of the machete <laughs> so that when he was chasing you you're like this guy's gonna kill me and he's gonna kill me with that machete named Kindness. Oh my God! The uh, the thirty year old suspect was apparently drinking all day, and his neighbors heard him screaming and hooting and hollering throughout the day, and decided to you know 
go up and see what the hell was going on. And they went to the his house and he came out with the machete. And down the blade it said kindness. Which <laughs> I, I never thought of like naming a machete or like, uh, I mean, I guess you got Lucille, the baseball bat yeah, from the fucking miss- Walking yeah. Dead or whatever. This guy's yeah. just taking it to a new level. Yeah, dude, that's that's deep. I feel like there's a man behind the story that was like, well, you, you know, you just got to kill him with kindness. And he's like, oh, I got kindness for him. Like, <laughs> like I got a machete with that's the name on it, you know. I've been waiting to name my machete. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, so his neighbors, uh, one neighbor stepped in front of the other one and 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 blocked uh, smack with kindness and uh, took a half inch cut on their left hand from the blade. The oh sheriff's department was called, and when they found the man, that his breath smelled of alcohol, and he had to be stunned with a taser before he was put in the patrol car. Oh, nice. nice. And, and then he started kicking in the inside of the car and banging his head around, ending up with uh, assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill and aggravated battery and $10,000 bail. He wasn't intending to kill. How do you know? I yeah that's I mean didn't go for the head uh, like I, mean, I don't know how you determine once that. you're coming at somebody with a sword I'm pretty sure you're trying to kill them right that seems logical just, just trying to give them a little nip yeah just enough well maybe maybe it's because because the way it's written here it makes it sound like you know the altercation happened but then maybe he backed off and there was a little bit of time that passed before the cops came um, so maybe he like took a swing and then they like stopped for a minute and it's like, oh, well, he wasn't trying to kill him. You know, he would just kept attacking him if he was, but who knows okay. what goes through the mind of a man who writes kindness on a machete. Uh, you never know, man. Good old Florida stories. Uh, gotta love them. Gotta love them. <laughs> man, people are capable of a lot of weird, weird things. And, uh, all I gotta say is thank God that, you know, cell phones have great cameras and the internet. Right. Just makes it so easy to share it. And our next story is an exact example of this. Because we got a gentleman who was on a nice little cruise. And uh, I don't know whether it was a dare or not, but this 27-year-old gentleman from Vancouver, Washington, decided to jump from the 11th floor of the cruise down into the shark-infested waters of Nassau. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's quite a height. Yeah, yeah, over 100 feet, man, and uh, apparently, you know, he was he was all right. He wasn't seriously injured, but he couldn't walk for three days. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I'd say that's semi-serious. I would categorize that as almost serious. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. And, I've uh, cliff jumped before and smacked my foot on a rock. Look at this. Couldn't look walk for a few days. Ah, oh, take a look at that if you're watching the video. It's oh, just, my God. Oh, he's flailing. Dude. Yeah, that he didn't have any form to what he was doing. He just uh, flailed the entire way down. Yeah, the entire way, man. Uh, well, you, <laughs> you got to pin luckily, drop that shit, or like can't break any bones. Pull, pull one like knee to the chest and do a can opener. <laughs> oh God, I don't know. That might collapse your ribs. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you're right. Like kick yourself in the chest. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, uh, luckily, you know, the, the only damage was that uh, he had to end up, he, he got kicked off the fucking La Cruz and he's banned from life and all of his buddies too that were there banned from life and uh, they had to catch a plane ride home from NASA. So would you say worth it? It depends on how viral that clip goes, which I mean, it probably will go pretty decent. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can monetize it though. The memory is pretty legendary. I mean, <laughs> yeah. let's be real. Once you go on a cruise once, you really need to go again. Probably know. not. As as long Sorry. as that was towards the end of his cruise, and he got like the most out of it he could. It sounds like hey. they were on their way there though. He at least made it to Nassau, so I'm assuming he was close. <laughs> He's like, hey, fuck it, we'll catch flight after a few days. <laughs> fuck what your boat, like <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Jump off fuck. it again. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's quite a, a fall though. We've both cliff jumped before. Yeah. And, but hundred, hundred feet. That's that's, that's pretty high up. Yeah. I'd say the most me. we did was probably like 50, maybe. 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 It might be Ooh. closer to 40. Yeah, if you did that medium clip, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oof. Man. Not for me. Not for me. And I wouldn't <laughs> recommend it for you unless you're a professional. Right? <laughs> Get Michael Phelps out there. Actually, no, he's a swimmer, not a diver. He's a swimmer, not a diver. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So speaking of crazy people doing crazy things, we have a very young uh, bank robber here who may have just played a little bit too much GTA, in my opinion. Oh, God. What's going on? This uh, 19-year-old male was uh, allegedly robbing a bank and used a scooter to get away. We're talking <laughs> one of those, uh, you know, the lime scooters or the bird scooters. Okay. He decided to go into a bank and say, hey, he slipped a note to the teller saying, this is a robbery. Please give me all your, please, he was very polite, please give me all your hundreds and fifties in an envelope and everything will be okay. So she gave him the money. He ran out, hopped on his little scooter and zipped off. But they caught him on surveillance camera. (laughs) (laughs) Dumb fuck. He would have got away with it too. It's a perfect crime. For that pesky nest. Uh, That'll get you. I mean, I don't think that... I mean, it seems like a decent plan, but, like, come on, you never get away with a bank robbery. This guy's, like, starting out early, though. 19? Those days are over, man. You're, like, uh, fucking 100 years too late. (laughs) Right? This guy is on now on $18,000 bond. That's $10,000 more than the machete guy. Or, I'm sorry, $8,000 more than the machete guy. And he didn't even get to whack anybody. Yeah, he, he, all he did was get the... He had money in his hand for a little bit, I'm guessing, right? A little bit. You think he got to buy anything with it? No, probably not. He was arrested pretty quickly uh, for robbery. Not even, not even a cup of tea. Yeah, the Actually, the investigation led to his Facebook account, which led him to uh, to believe that he was the man behind the robbery. Where he flashed the scooter and the, the $100 bills. <laughs> like, look what I got. It's on my Snapchat. It's like, I thought that shit vanished. You just robbed a bank, people. What, what? Follow me on Snap. These e-scooters, they're just going to be used more and more in these brazen crimes, crimes? you know? People I mean, are going to litter and then just zip off. <laughs> How fast can these go? Like, fuck. I mean, probably like 15. You need like a fucking same bolt to fucking catch your ass. <laughs> well, I'm thinking like, so I I take your phone <laughs> and I'm zipping off on a scooter. I think the longer I go, the less likely you are to catch me. But there's that, that like 10 seconds where like I got to get going. <laughs> and, and you might have that quick, like explosive sprint off the start. <laughs> Where you can just tackle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a risk, man. That's a risk, man, because all you got to do is grab the back of that scooter and it's going to be like, yeah. <laughs> like it's not going to be able to handle that weight, so you just like tip them over at that point. Right. Oh. I don't know. I would not, again, not for me. I would not rob Brazen anybody on scooter, scooter robberies. <laughs> not for me, man. 
be weary of anyone on a scooter. Yeah, that's what we can uh, say. That's, that's that's a pretty smart way to live life. I'd say. We're moving along to a story that just it it's probably like a deep nightmare of mine. It's just it's just so deep. Like I'm, I'm petrified of this happening to me. Uh-oh. We're, we're going to Australia, of course, where all the creepy crawlies are. And somewhere on the east coast of Australia, a 59-year-old woman was sitting down on the toilet. She felt a pinch. Uh, she got she up. a big woman just pinching, her, pinching it on the seat? No, no. Let's not play <laughs> on the women, the woman's weight. <laughs> she, she gets up, and she, she sees what she thinks is a long-necked turtle. At first, she's like, what is that? Now? I don't remember eating any long neck turtle. <laughs> and then she realizes that it's a fucking snake that bit her on the ass. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. And first it, thought, who's going to suck the poison out? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, lucky, lucky for her, it wasn't venomous. It turned out to be a five foot carpet python, which is very common on the east coast of Australia. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so this is uh, more strangulation. Well, that and plus it does have quite a few rows of serrated teeth, so it, it does. It, it's not exactly too pleasant to get snapped by this thing. It probably like left quite a little bit of a mess there on her well, bottom. I'm just saying, better a girl than a guy. That would have oh. been fucked. That'll look like a little a little mouse dangling in there. You, you got your danglies in that bowl. There might not be anything dangling when you when you. Oh, lift your up. bits are about to get bit. That's fucked. <laughs> it's really fucked, man. Man, yeah. Those niblets are looking pretty appetizing with that snake. If you're you can bite that shit and wrap around it. You'd be done. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you sit down. You feel the bite. You pull up, and all of a sudden, you just got a coil around where your balls used to be. It's like, well, I will say the length is an improvement, but I feel like this is going to be an issue in the future. <laughs> oh, man. No lady's going to be pleasant to find that five-foot python. <laughs> all contrary to what you might believe. Right? <laughs> Yeah, so this lady, luckily she wasn't hurt. She called a snake wrangler. This guy comes over. Wait, a what? A snake wrangler? You never heard one? I knew come a couple now. back in my youth. <laughs> oh, hey <laughs> Oh, man, haven't we all? Uh, yeah, so snake handler comes in the old uh, old Janine. She, played, she was on the hot, the uh, squad. <laughs> oh, I can't even go with this joke. I'm moving on now. Uh, so yeah, the snake wrangler yanks the snake out of the toilet. I literally, I got a photo again, just the, the perks of watching the video. Which, yeah, okay, this photo grossed me out. Why aren't you wearing gloves? No gloves needed for that snake. She's had one too many snakes for gloves. I mean, you realize how many snakes she grabs in a day, how many gloves that would be? It's the sewer that it was just creeping around in. Aw, oh, <laughs> you think she hasn't been knee-deep in a sewer before sna fetching snakes? Come on now. I guess not, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you go to sit on a toilet and you just see that. Ah! Oh, that looks like a nasty turd. Like Dude. someone ate zebra. Oh, if anybody's <laughs> leaving that in the bowl, I think they need to see their doctor immediately. <laughs> it's like it's like black and then kind of gray. It's like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you got to stop eating newspaper, man. This is, It's backing you up. Uh, yeah, so, you know, luckily this, this situation was, was dealt with, but this is just my, my warning out there to the people. Always check your toilet, people. You never know. You Seriously. never know what's lurking in there. Lift the seat, too. Might be a spider hiding under that oh, shit. Oh, man, that creeps me out. Spiders creep me, man. <laughs> well, let's get away from the creepy crawlies and get into something a little bit funny. We'll give you a little teaser of what we're going to be posting up on our Facebook page. Matt, how would you describe our funny clip this week? Uh, describe 
am I like <laughs> am I limited to words? Like how how should I describe it? Uh, Two words. Sure. Stig finger. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, yeah, vi- that's all you get. I'm gonna give you two more words: <laughs> violent encounter. <laughs> oh my god! Just, but yet subtly delivered. Oh my god, it's fantastic. <laughs> we're gonna be posting this enigma of a clip that we're describing up on our Facebook page on Friday after this episode's been posted, so you can see what we're talking. About. Not safe for work, by the way. Not safe for work. Definitely make sure you're away from people because they will There's they will a, wonder what you're watching. There's a severe lack of clothing going on in this clip. It, it's not bringing you to Pornhub or anything, so no, it's not no, that harsh. No, no. Right. But but it is it is hilarious. So make sure to check out the Facebook page and enjoy that. Oh uh, yeah. And uh, now we're gonna get into uh, the movie suggestions and the fun game. But before we do that, here's a word from the Harper. Hey, this is Jake and Adam from the Hopper. That's right. Cutting a promo, but we fucking hate promos. Promos are tough. What do we do? We got to promote ourselves, but it's not really our fucking forte. No, it's not. We fucking hate them. They're a pain in my ass. They're a pain in your ass. So you know what? We're getting through this together. If you hate dumb shit as much as we do, give the Harper guys a listen. That's you, right. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Facebook, Instagram, theharperguys.com. Twitter. At... The Harper guys. So, or shoot it. What? That, that, mama. That's what we do all the time. Shoot us an email at theharperguys at gmail.com. That's right. Can't wait to hear from you soon. Let's do this. Hip hip. Cheerio. You get more out of life when you go out to a movie. And we are back, and it is time for a little movie madness. Yeah, we got a couple movie suggestions here, and a couple guests joining us in the uh, in the Slacker Studios. We have uh, Matt from the Flashback Sequence Engaged podcast, and Brian from the Herfcast podcast. How's it going? What's going on? Ah, uh, thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah, thank oh, you for thanks being. On. Yeah, thanks for having me. Do you mind each uh, each telling us a little bit about your shows? I'm um, Brian. If you want to start. Um, mine, is, you know, it's called the Herfcast, and it's basically just random conversation around cigars and drinks. Nice. Um, no, no real format to it at all. Just uh, me and a guest sit down, we bullshit, uh, we we smoke a cigar, we we have some drinks, and talk about whatever comes to mind. So, sounds relaxing. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, very much so. Very nice. Much so. Yeah. yeah. And Matt, what what do you got going on in your show? Um, so we um, our show is flashback sequence engage the podcast. Uh, it's, it's a mouthful. Um, but anyhow, uh, we do a lot of pop culture, eighties, nineties, uh, video games, tech, um, just anything and everything. Um, we try to kind of stay in those uh, certain categories, but uh, you know we do cover some news that are that's pretty interesting, and then we you know we just kind of give our strange take on it. So. Nice. Um, yeah, it's it's a little bit of everything, um, but you know we're trying to narrow the scope with it. So it's hmm. awesome. Well, awesome. we're we're happy to have you guys here, and we're happy to have your perspective. Maybe some cool uh, suggestions here for for our audience on some stuff to watch. Yeah. So, 
you know, just real quick here, uh, I noticed you guys are both in separate studio areas. Uh, mm. Are you guys far apart from each other? Are you uh, in the almost same as, area? Almost as far as we can be by would still being in the U.S. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, in California and I'm in New York. Oh, okay, wow. Uh, yeah, we both right. grew up in New York. I'm, I'm right in the center there. I'm in Northwest Indiana, just a stone's throw from Chicago. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay, okay. Matt, where are you at? I'm um, just outside of Columbus. Okay, cool. We got, like, yeah, so we, got, we got like everything yeah, covered. Uh, we got a buddy in, in Columbus with the uh, Rogue Squadron podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I I probably run across them. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, that's the best part about podcasting, man. We're all over the country, and uh, here we are. Just Still fucking, coming together. Talking, <laughs> fucking, whatever you know, we want. And, and that's the thing, like, with the podcast community that's just itself. I mean, everyone's like very helpful with each other, and oh, yeah. everyone's yeah. It's it's a great community. That's, oh man, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's definitely a community where assholes do not thrive. <laughs> right. you definitely won't meet uh, many podcasts. Well, maybe that explains it because I'm an asshole, and uh, you know I'm not really thriving. <laughs> you know? uh, we're all thriving in our own ways, right? Yeah. yeah, you don't really feel like an asshole. I mean, I mean like a real asshole, but you know, oh. you know. Yeah, def- definitely more the fun-loving asshole. No, yeah, you, you get by. That's actually a niche, and you might succeed very well. Yeah, there know. you go. Very yeah. true. Keep, keep chugging. <laughs> oh, man. Well, moving along in entertainment, we're, we're going to talk about movies. I, uh, I'm going to start it off with a movie from 2009. It is called The Perfect Getaway. Uh, I, I really like movies with Steve Zahn in it, and uh, this is like... Uh, not the typical Steve Zahn a lot of people think of. You know, he's a big comedy guy. You know, this is more like down his joyride era. And uh, it's a very serious thriller with an outcome that you wouldn't see coming. And uh, a really good cast, too. Uh, Timothy, um, o- o- I always fuck his name up. Oliphant? Oliphant? Uh, Oliphant. Elephant. Thank you. Elephant. I always Timothy try to say Oli. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> and uh, Mila Jovich. Yeah. And um, yeah, just a really good cast. Even Thor makes an appearance in it. Hel- Hemsworth. Okay. So it's, it's, it's a lot of, uh, you know, high list actors. And uh, it's, a, it's a plot that you don't see coming. It's all about um, a young couple that's um, really well mannered. They're on their, their honeymoon in Hawaii. And um, they're, they're going from island to island, you know, having a nice honeymoon. And they realize that a murder occurred on the island they just came off of. Basically, they're suspecting that this one couple they encounter is the actual murderers. And uh, then they meet another couple. And, you know, you're going to think like, oh, okay, I see what's going on there, battle of which couple it is. But it it ends up being something that you're you're not even seeing coming, really. And I really enjoy that in a movie where they, they really write it to try to just stump you. It makes oh. it all the more fun, you know, and entertaining. It's not like some crazy thing like the island's haunted or some shit, right? No, God, no. Okay. <laughs> I hate shit like that. hate it. I was going to say, you can go too far with the twist sometimes. Uh, yeah. Have you, anybody, any of you guys seen this? No, um, I, I, I haven't seen wow. anything really at all. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, I saw this because I caught it on Amazon Prime um, on the HBO Pass. I was like, yeah, fuck okay. it. Check it out. Steve's on. And uh, yeah, I gotta say, I recommend it. Definitely check it out. IMDb didn't give it the best. Uh, they gave it a 6.9 out of 10. And Rotten Tomatoes gave it 52. Oh, shit. No, IMDb gave it 6.5 out of 10. And uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it 62%. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not bad. I mean, yeah. it's like a constant theme whenever we suggest shit. It seems like IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes are like a little skewed towards the negative. We got our ones against them. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that like the the general thing though? Like with 
like reviews and stuff like that, you know, there's always like this weird, uh, this weird gap between different, different places. Like uh, you know, Rotten Tomatoes could be like, you know, says the movie is completely amazing, and then you know, a, you know uh, I don't know. Like, yeah. Another it's, review. It's never really consistent. It's not much. Yeah. No, it really isn't. Yeah. Not about the heat. I think it's a good movie. Definitely check it out. Perfect getaway. Uh, available on Amazon Prime, HBO Pass, or HBO Go, or Hulu with HBO. Nice. Well, uh, I have a movie to suggest uh, called The Last Castle. And this is one, I feel like I should have seen this movie at some point, but it kind of passed me by or something. It was made in uh, 2001. Stars, uh, what's his name? Robert Redford. There you what's go. His name, Robert <laughs> what's his name, Robert Redford? Yeah. <laughs> what's his name, Robert you know, Redford? You know. That's definitely how everybody goes by. I totally yeah. blanked. I, like, I knew it. I uh, blanked. Not- not like, one of the Robert, most astounding yeah, actors of all fucking time. I already, I already want to see the movie. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Uh, so Robert Redford, J- James Gandolfini, Mark Ruffalo, um, and and many other familiar faces uh, from plenty of other stuff. You probably what's seen. his name? Robert Redford. Who's that? James Gandolfini. <laughs> <laughs> and what's and what you would call it? Uh, fucking Mark Ruffalo. Oh, so, this, this is a basically. I I saw it kind of as like a Shawshank. Uh, meets like a military type of thing because it's a it's about a military prison um, and Robert Redford's supposed to be like this uh, epitome of like what a soldier is like he was the high commander of like all these forces and stuff and he does something um, to get himself locked up in this military prison mm. so now it's like a fall from grace sort of story where he goes from being in power to being like the low man on the totem pole um, James Gandolfini is an asshole. He's the warden of prison. So oh, there's man. a clash between them and stuff. And uh, it, it definitely has this sort of like stand by me, classic y kind of feel to it. Like with the way that. Okay. Um, I, I almost thought it was like, I was, like D- was Spielberg involved in this or something like that? <laughs> but I never, it, it, his name never came up. The director was Rod Lurie. Who has oh, done uh, a bunch of a bunch of movies that I did not recognize, but he, he's done a bunch of stuff. He used to be a critic turned director, and I really enjoyed the way that this was shot. It was a longer movie; it was like around two hours or so. Um, but he's one of those guys that like nobody's out there is doing the job right, so I'm gonna do the job. Hey, why not? <laughs> I mean, there's there's actors that have turned director, you know, critics turned director. Mm-hmm. Whoever thinks they can, I guess, right? Yeah, it's like the build a better mousetrap kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, exactly. So I, I enjoyed it. It's called The Last Castle. It's like, uh, a, it's a good, like, adventure. I wouldn't say action. It's more of an adventure sort of feel to it, even though they're just in this one, like, prison on a hill. Um, I, I really liked it. Did you catch it on Netflix or? Oh, yes. It was on Netflix. It okay. got a 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb and a 52% on the Rotten Tomato meter and a 74 for audience uh, percentage on Rotten Tomatoes. So, again, the audience is skewing a little bit higher. Yeah. Yeah, but everything, you know, yeah, come on, come on. We're so, ca- yeah, catch it, catch it on Netflix. It's uh, I think it just popped on there. It came up in, like, recent editions for me. So Nice. I'll definitely be checking that out. So Brian, you got you got a comedian for us. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, you know, as I stated earlier, I'm I'm not I'm not up in the movie scene uh, pretty much at all anymore these days. I really don't get a chance to watch anything. Um, mm-hmm. Like pretty much the only reason I seen the uh, the Burt Kreischer Secret Time Special is because me and my wife went and seen him uh, when he was on the road with with that working that material out. And so when that came out, I, you know, we watched that right away. And 
it, it was neat to see the you know how how it starts off on the road to to the jokes and and the bits getting honed into you know what would you know uh hopefully perfection you know for the comedian uh but you know, it's seeing how the material changes a little bit from from the road to what what they actually record for the special and whatnot. Yeah. Just seeing the whole process uh, kind of come full circle. But um, I mean, Bert Kreischer is a uh, he's, he's a pretty funny dude. I, I kind of resonate with him quite a bit. Like he's he's a cigar smoker. Um, you know, he's he's a family guy. Uh, yep. And you know, he's he's pretty funny without being too dirty or vulgar like there's definitely some you know like you don't want to watch it in front of uh in front of your kids that are going to repeat anything <laughs> but uh it's not it's not bad yeah. enough to where you know like if you got uh you know your, your teenagers might get embarrassed but you know you don't want to watch it in front of your uh your, your toddlers i guess yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, think, I think most teenagers would get awkward enough to walk away so yeah, I, I watched it, man. It's so fucking good. I uh, I'm a big fan of Bert, and uh, you know I, I love all those guys, him and Tom and, and fucking Rogan, all those dudes. They're fucking hilarious. The best comedians are you know out right now. Well, that's I never heard any of Bert Kreischer's comedy before I went and seen oh. him. Uh, oh wow! I I heard about him through the Rogan podcast and whatnot. You know, so I started listening yeah. to his podcast, and I seen he was going to be in the Chicago area. Uh, October of not last year, but the year prior. Yeah. And, um, okay. I made so a point not to listen to any of his stand-up because I wanted to. I wanted to hear it for the first time on stage. That's uh, awesome. So that's the first that's time I heard the machine do. story yeah. and everything. Oh, yeah. did he do that as an encore? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, he's he's cool like that. He's one of the few comedians that'll ask you like, you want to hear like one of my like classics, and he'll yeah. fucking do it for you. Well, that's I. I'm I'm pretty sure like he he will never not do the machine story. Oh my god, yeah, like so fucking good. You know, it's it's not it's not in the secret time special, but Mm. if if it's something that uh, you know, some I mean, I definitely recommend it to anybody. Just search for it on YouTube. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for uh, the machine. (laughs) Bunch of them. Yeah, and that is one of the funniest bits. And and apparently it's all true, which makes it even better. (laughs) Yeah. I remember watching that bit. It was just, it was amazing. Well, just, here's the thing with Burt Kreischer, just the delivery is, oh, yeah. is, is just so mm-hmm. fluid. And <laughs> it, you just can't help not love the guy you know, yeah. for, for the effort he puts into it. So. Yeah, and he's got his unique blend, which you, yeah. I love when, you know, an artist like that is just. So he's created you, a character. And yeah. Yeah. It's and funny. It's not, it's it's not fake. It doesn't come off like, you know, Foss at all. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry, guys. I'm getting that message I was talking about earlier. I gotta, I gotta. Yeah, not a problem. Thank you for your suggestion. With the family. So, you want to plug Herfcast one more time? Uh, sure. Yeah, check out uh, the Herfcast. Like I said, cigars and conversation with a little bit of booze mixed in there. Um, nice. Uh, local mm-hmm. comedians, uh, cigar reps, stuff like that. Uh, random guests, but Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all that. You know, just the Herfcast podcast. Um, also the website. Uh, Herfcast, uh, theherfcast.com. So nice, awesome. Well, th- thanks, thanks again Brian. for coming on, man. Hey, thanks again. Sorry, it was a uh, it was a short lived experience, but thank you very <laughs> much. Yeah, no problem. We'll have you on again. All right. Take care. All right. See. You. 
So Matt, what uh, and what uh, movie did you have for us today? All right, so um, the one I'm going to go with is um, it's a lesser known one, and I, I think that's kind of right up your uh, right up your guys' alley. Definitely, uh, it's called Stay Tuned. Um, it's an old '80s movie. Uh, it's kind of cheesy on the the cheese factor, but it has uh, John Ritter, uh, Jeffrey Jones, and then it has. Uh, Eugene uh, Eugene Levy. So if you're familiar with Eugene Levy, uh, um, the dad from American Pie, uh, and then Jeffrey Jones was uh, the principal in Ferris Bueller. So yep. Oh man, yeah. I, I loved. Yeah. Uh, I forget who the director was, but all the stuff that Eugene Levy does with um, like uh, Best in Show, right? And all, and all that stuff. He Eugene Levy's hilarious. Um, I think. Yeah, if I'm looking at it right, it uh, looks like Peter Haynes was directed Stay Tuned. Not that I'm too familiar with his work, but um, but no, the just it, yes, it's on the on the cheesy factor, but it's an interesting story. You know, you have John Ritter is he's Roy Nabel, uh, he's a salesman, um, doesn't really have a whole lot of motivation in life, and he comes home and basically just finds himself vegging in front of the TV uh, to where he can just kind of escape and uh, forget about reality. Um, but then what happens is it starts to create a wedge between uh, his relationship with his wife and his kids um, because of his TV habits. And so um, it's sort of like a deal with the devil kind of thing. Um, Jeffrey Jones' character, Spike, uh, approaches uh, Roy and uh, offers him, um, you know, unlimited, unlimited TV, you know, okay. 600, 666 channels <laughs> to be exact. Um, and suspicious number. Yeah. And, uh, and then, um, what happens is, uh, Roy gets sucked into, uh, he gets sucked into hell TV. So, oh, wow. Yeah. It, yeah, it sounds definitely uh, quirky, but like those '90s sort of movies were always along those lines. Yeah, yeah. they have that kind of feel to them. Yeah, it, the thing is, I mean, it's it's pretty well done. Um, a lot of the a lot of the shows that they come up with are uh, kind of corny, but uh, you know, they're just very. You know, there's uh, there's uh, one. It's a sadistic home video, uh, uh, sadistic uh, home videos or something. Uh, that's one of uh, one of the shows that's on uh, LTV's fall lineup. Okay, and, you know it's it's just it's crazy. So some of the stuff. <laughs> it's, it sounds pretty funny. I'm gonna have to check it out. Do you know if it's like available anywhere, like uh, Netflix or Amazon or anything? No, I haven't seen it on uh, Netflix or An- I know I, I think with Amazon you have to. It's like a rental, but okay. But yeah, if if you get a chance, yeah, check it out. It's it's. You know, even if it's like a voodoo rental, it's probably worth the extra few bucks to, you know, just kind of watch something kind of weird. So. Yeah, for sure. There's some uh, movie suggestions for you guys, including a uh, comedy special. We got The uh, Perfect Getaway, Last Castle, Burt Kreischer's Secret Time, and Stay Tuned. So make sure to check all of those out. And we are now about to play a little movie-related game. But before we get to that, let's have a promo from the Brothers Binge podcast. What's up, guys? This is the Brothers Binge with your host Pedro and Alex. As he sneezed, he shot back into a bag. Clear waste. Oh my god. We are a weekly podcast bringing you all things movies, TV, comics, and more. Dusty Matt Damon? Yes. <laughs> yes. 
You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Yes, we get it. You are an extra. You got paid money. <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Brothers Binge. And he just breaks the table in half and just starts throwing it at him. <laughs> and remember, always binge responsibly. And we are back with a uh, little movie game here. This one is one that Matt made up, and uh, me and me and the other Matt are going to be playing this time around. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know anything about these questions. It's been hidden from me. You don't even uh, know the game. The name of the game, gentlemen, is called Fugazi or Scorsese. Okay. <laughs> right? All right. And, uh, basically, how we play this game is I'm going to give you a movie title. You're going to tell me if it's a Fugazi or if it's a possible Scorsese, you know, like a real film. Okay, so okay. real or fake, real okay. easy. All right. Now I've got some ridiculous names in this. You'll definitely, most certainly, not be able to decipher which one is real or, but you know, the the bogus. So okay. let's get into it. Number one, gentlemen. Teenage cat girls in heat. Is this a movie? <laughs> or it sounds like it sounds like a porn. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds like uh, one of the, the back the, the back uh, building. Rounds. These are all IMDb <laughs> yeah, credited films, I should say. <laughs> At least the ones that are real. They're all the, okay. So we're not we're not talking adult category. No, uh, no, 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 no. Triple X is here, gentlemen. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say that that's not not a film. Not a film. It's a fugazi. It's a fugazi. I'm gonna say I'm, that's definitely some fugazi. I feel like I'm getting fugazi. Double, okay. double, double fugazi. You're both wrong. <laughs> oh, oh, 1994. It was a TV movie, but it's a movie no less. Oh, I feel that, Egyptian I feel cat like that was loaded. I feel like that was loaded. <laughs> right. That was, yeah, he's he's messing with us. I'm glad I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> An Egyptian cat goddess in the form of a statuette commands all local felines to surrender one of their nine lives so they can transform into beautiful women to mate with and terminate human males. And then prepare premise. for the great litter. A professional cat tracker and hitchhiker set out to stop them. The ultimate cat group. tracker, a professional cat tracker. Yeah. Yes. It must have been a it must have been a tough year for Scorsese. <laughs> yeah, right. for, uh, okay, this is uh, directed by Scott Perry. <laughs> Definitely not really a Scorsese. Oh, um, and uh, yeah, 1994 hour and 24 minutes. It slash a uh, comedy slash horror. So uh, definitely check it out. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't a comedy, it would be anyway because I'd be fucking <laughs> laughing at that premise. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. All right, moving along. Number two. Anus McGillicuddy. <laughs> Fugazi or Scorsese? You gotta be fucking with me. Oh uh, man, I don't know what to go with. I feel like you're messing with it. <laughs> the odds are stacked against you guys. I like, okay, I'm, I'm going wild card and saying that's a real one. That's gotta be. You probably found some crazy fucking like educational film. It's like this is anus McGillicott. Right? I feel like this isn't even like B roll. I feel like it's like C roll. Yeah, right. Um, this is anus McGillicott telling you the importance of getting your prostate checked. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna go with it's a Fugazi. Fugazi, our first toss up. Coming in from flashback sequence engaged podcast. Represented American Slacker. What do we have, Jesse? Oh, I said I said it's a 
it's got to be real. Oh, it's real. Yeah, yeah. I'm a terrible host. Well, <laughs> Barrett Slacker wins on this one. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. A real film. No fucking way. 2003, this came out. It is a comedy slash romance. Let me break down the summary how, for you. How the anus found love? Uh, <laughs> when Anus McGillicuddy's woman stops a would-be assassin, Anus is forced to interrupt life of <laughs> interrupt his life of guzzling beer and women to dispose of the corpse. <laughs> what starts as a simple chore quickly escalates into a dark plot of deceit and revenge where it seems even Satan himself is after Anus. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I would almost feel like if you said it was a deep dark turn down the evil side of the proctology exam you know i I believe that yeah right (laughs) it's uh yeah i don't know man it's 2.7 out of uh 10 so i mean it's not it doesn't have a crazy following but yeah it is an imdb credited movie oh wow yeah i'm not doing very good here (laughs) i told you gentlemen this game is this is a tough game this is one of the toughest around quick though or i'm only one ahead all right all right number three James Bong with a G, <laughs> man with the golden nug. <laughs> this is, I don't know, uh, you want to see a person this one? Could be a spoof. I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like knowing you as my co host, yeah, I get it. This, yeah. <laughs> this seems like something you would make up. So I'm going to say that is not a real movie. That's what I'm saying. American no. Soccer's answer. What are we thinking at flashback? Uh, I'm thinking it is a real movie. It's not a fugazi. American Slacker coming in again with the uh, I made this one up, gentlemen. This one is completely mine. I knew I knew it because it was you said nug, and I'm like that, I don't know how many people refer to weed as nugs. That seems yeah. more colloquial. True. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. I would probably if that was an actual movie, I'd probably watch it. Yeah, right. I was like, that's maybe like I the Evil Bong. You know, oh, yeah. it was like that Tommy Chong movie. <laughs> oh, Evil Bong? Yeah, Evil Bong. Yeah. <laughs> Moving along. Number four. That one day of that one year where that one thing happened. Fugazi or Scorsese? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? What the hell is that? Is that the movie? <laughs> <laughs> that's the, no. the one day the one that thing one ever. day of that one year where that one thing happened is this the movie Fugazi or Scorsese I mean this is very vague hey man I don't name the movies I, just, I, I thought it was just like a build up <laughs> where he's actually gonna say it drops, um, drops right off I'm gonna I want you to go first. I want to see where this ends up. <laughs> I've never had so much fun with a game. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that is not a movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I've got to back you up and say that is not. Fucking copycat. <laughs> You're both right. Yes. <laughs> I made this one up, and I was very proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. Maybe like an art film. Like, That's what I was imagining. I was like, it sounds like a failed art film. <laughs> it just sounds like something that only has like super wide shots from Tommy Wiseau had a secret other film. It was this film. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is the last one. So it, this is this is gonna put you really to the test. Okay. 
the man with the smallest penis in existence and the electron microscope technician who loved him. <laughs> what the fuck? It can't be real. Who gave the old school Stacy? This one is so ridiculous that it could go either way, right? It seems sure seems that way. You know, for the long, long, here's the thing: for the longest time, I thought Buckaroo and Bonsai was a fake movie, but no, it's actually a legitimate movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, I'm gonna say it is a real movie. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's not. I'm gonna say I it's cannot real. believe that that is real. American Slacker goes down. It is a real movie. Oh, yeah. 2003 animation comedy. <laughs> okay. All that, that I have for your description. One man's pencil dick is another man's hack blammer. The truth uh, that Stefan Gumenheim needed to swallow. <laughs> oh, it's a comedy that short animation. Movie. doesn't give me much. Ah, that's what you get. That's what you get, man. <laughs> <sighs> I have more questions now after the description. <laughs> well, I mean, watch watch the film and get back to me on it. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Sounds like a fun time. On, uh, Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. Available on Netflix. <laughs> I think you're gonna have to to resort to the deep dark corners of the web to find this one. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't think they got mass produced. So wait, uh, was that a tie? That's a tie, isn't it? I, I think it was a tie. I think you should come up with a sudden death. Okay, I got one. You ready for this? Okay. I guess, yeah. Let's go. Is it ready? Yeah. I'm you ready. Guys, are you sure, you're sure you're fucking ready? Yeah, yeah. I'm fucking ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Attack of the sweet potatoes from outer space. Fugazi or Scorsese? Well, I feel like he's just kind of knocking on Attack of the Killer, killer Tomatoes. So. Right. You you pick whatever you pick. I'm I'm auto opposite uh, as the host of the show. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it is not a real movie. I, I ruined the perfectly good game. I, I ruined it. It was too easy, wasn't it? He's right. No, he's right. <laughs> Congratulations. I was under pressure, man. The Jeopardy music was going in my head. Well, now well now the celebration music is going on in Matt's head. And then you said it. <laughs> yeah, celebrate good times. There man. you go. Man, so we'll, we'll have to get your info and send you some uh, s- some stickers or something as a prize for one of them. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. You know, I will tag something proudly with them. How about that? Oh uh, yeah, that's and, what I'll, we want and I'll, I'll tag you in it. I'll take a picture of and tag you in it. Nice, awesome. Sounds like awesome. Plan. Oh man, well thank you so much for joining us, Matt, with the fucking game that I tried Good so time. hard to stop you guys. Have a great time. Oh, yeah, man. Definitely. We'll have you back. And uh, how can the people reach your podcast? So you can check us out on Twitter at FSE Podcast. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram. Well, you can check me out on Instagram at Madly For Real. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook at FSE Podcast or Flashback Sequence Engage the Podcast on Facebook. Uh, and then you can check out our website, which is FSEPodcast.com. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Thank really you for having me. Thank you. And thank you to the listeners for tuning in. We uh, appreciate every single one of you. Oh, yeah. Until next time, Matt. That's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We're passing the passing. I'm mapping America. America. I'm psyching America. America. We're talking America. America. We're blazing America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. 
You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit, or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. We smoke in America. America. We pass in America. I'm mapping America. America. I'm second America. America.